Hello, and welcome to this week's Onyx Pathcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and with me today are my victims, what? Buck Buckley and Yeehaw. Daria Dinkley. Yeah, uh, it's it's Daria Dana Daria. Dinkley, and I'm a doctor, so please, <laughs> please, Dr. Dinkley, if you will. Uh, played by <laughs> Matthew and Dixie. Wow, I, I, di- I didn't see through that, Dixie. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I was thinking, who is this Daria Dinkley that I'm now co-hosting with? There's been, there's been changes here. I just had to name her after all of my favorite uh, skeptics. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Daria Dana Dinkley. Also, I just love that they all know it being D names. I was like, yes. this, this is perfect. Dr. Triple D. I don't know anyone called Buck, so I can't say that I named him after anybody, but I wish I did. The only person I'm aware of named Buck is a somewhat problematic uh, ah, yes. adult film star. Uh, well, that wasn't the one I was thinking of, but there, oh. is, un- there is Uncle Buck. So oh, there we sure, go. Yeah. Buck oh, Buckley okay. resembles John Candy. I thought he resembled Owen Wilson. He's put on uh, a lot of weight. I see. Since right. character creation. Changed his and, and yeah, and... and died in the mid nineties. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> wow. So uh, I don't remember what was Buck's actual first name because Buck is just his nickname, right? Buckington. Uh, it's no, Hal. no, it's Hal. <laughs> Buckington. <laughs> I would love to find out that his actual name is like you know. Harold Edward Buckington the Third. We're all yeah, like, right. wait, what? <laughs> Actually, it's Hal Bird, like Halbert. the Halbert. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he never lived it down at school. He was so <sighs> quick to want to find a nickname that wasn't just Hal, because it reminded him of being called Halbert. And so yeah, but were were his parents really into Renaissance fairs? His father was, but we don't talk about him. Oh, he's, okay. He, he's a shame on the state of Texas. No, no. I imagine his father was like a like Renaissance fair jouster. Yes, yes, I yes. like it. Uh, so, oh, okay. So maybe he got the clowning from his mom and the horses from his father, and yes. the two combined to make Buck Buckley. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Session Halberd over. Buck Buckley. <laughs> Does he have a middle name? Buck. That, that, that's a nickname, like an actual <laughs> middle name. Coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> he tried so hard to get a, a nickname, and it was literally just his middle name the whole time. Uh, well, I don't know. Obviously, most uh, guys seem... Their middle names are often after their fathers, aren't they? Uh, so let's think, what would a, a Texan... Uh, a popular but aged... Uh, Texan first name be probably something like Jefferson. I like Jefferson. So Hal Jefferson Buckley. All right. Uh, We're just going to play around with Hal's name then for, the, for this <laughs> session. Dallas. Dallas. Except he's from Houston. 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 Hal Houston Buckley. Harris. <laughs> Alamo. Sacramento. Well, I mean, these are. A lot of these places in Texas are named after people, like Harris County is named after a person named Harris. Houston is actually named after someone. Mm. I guess what it could be Hal San Antonio Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Owen. No, we'll, we'll stick with Jefferson. We, uh, the, the listeners do not want to hear us go through the big list of Texan names. <laughs> Accurate. We should probably play this game. All right, fine. Okay. So I'm going to need you to give me initiative rolls. Oh, oh gosh. We're getting right in there. Yeah. I forgot how you roll initiative in the system. No, actually not initiative rolls. So you have come up to Mm a a building. It is in the middle of nowhere. Texas. Yeah, not in Texas. You're in Idaho. Oh my Uh, God. (laughs) Okay, okay. It's, It's the middle of nowhere. There's a field like literally in the middle of nowhere, but there is a state-of-the-art building just smack dab in the middle of nowhere. And you've come up to it, and it doesn't have any doors. Not that you can see, at least. Are we, like, in, like, field agent mode? 
Yes, you are. You have been sent to this place because you were told that there was some suspected flux activity here. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Well, I'm not in clown makeup if I'm in field agent mode. Uh, Are there any other apertures in this building, windows or similar, or does it just seem to be a large concrete block in the uh, middle of the fields of Idaho? There are some narrow, like, horizontal slit windows Mm. towards the top of the building. Okay. Is the whole place, does the whole place feel fluxy? Um, Because I am am flux sensitive. Uh, So can I pinpoint, like, where it's coming from the most, or is it just, like, the whole building, kind of like the vault? You feel like there's something emanating from inside. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not the whole, it's not the building itself. There's something in there. Do you think that can help me pinpoint uh, an an entry place? Uh, let's see. I think that you um, should. Yes. So what you're gonna, what you're doing is like you're going around the building. It's not a very large building. Mm-hmm. It's maybe like twenty foot by twenty foot cube oh okay so it's like a super high-tech tiny house yeah yeah i mean it's it it's just like it's a weird block that and and part of the reason that it got flagged was that it just kind of showed up overnight Mm -hmm. and it's it's how many stories ish tall uh it's it's like two stories tall okay so it's just like a little weird thing that has happened yeah it is Uh, i'm gonna say to daria then uh, and i'm not gonna do the accent listeners uh it's for your own good honestly and mine (laughs) I, I think uh, Dixie does have the power to boot me off this call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, uh, my sister's seen a place like this once. No, she hasn't. She has. She says that there's these uh, places, like these cubes out in the middle of nowhere. She went to mm. one in Utah. Uh, called it glamping or something. You that's, just... no, that's a different yeah. thing. No, no, it's right in the middle of the uh, great rural wilds of America. And you get to what, at one with nature. It's like a yurt. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what glamping is, but that's not what this is. I shrug. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you see anybody glamping? Do you see a parking lot or a campfire or anything like that? Well, I lower my hat brim at that and say, no. But I think the point of glamping is getting off the grid. It's staying out of sight. If I wanted to stay out of sight, I'd be in a room with no doors or windows. Uh, Would you be in a two-story flux cube? Or I guess it's more of a, not really a cube. I scoff. Not in Idaho. (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's figure out how to get into this thing. So as you're walking around the building talking, um, Dixie, you notice that the, the the south facing wall is more fluxy than the <laughs> other walls. Is that a technical term? Yes, this is my technical term. It's more fluxy. Fluxy. Uh, yes. Okay. So I will start investigating that wall. I guess, like running my hands over it. Okay. Poking at it. When you put your hand to the wall, it mm. it like it doesn't feel like concrete. It looks like concrete, but it doesn't feel like concrete. It feels like some kind of jelly-like substance. Ooh, I go <laughs> looking at your hand um, disappear so, into this viscosity. So just so you know, I also do have dimensional awareness. Mm-hmm. So if this is a flux gate, I can sense that, and I can. If, if I've been to the dimension it goes before, I can know that automatically. This itself is not a flux gate. Okay. Do this I, wall is not. Do I sense any flux gates within long range? Uh, yes. Okay. So in that case, I will I will relay that information to uh, Buck that there, mm. is, there is a flux gate in here. Or at least, you know, nearby. What were the orders from your group? Were they to just investigate, shut it down, to do we what? investigate, we secure things, we protect them, we research them at the vault. 
It's the same thing we do every time we go on a mission. Hey, I'm waiting for the time we're told to blow some shit up. Not I... that I'm in favor of that. Polyphemus will never be told to blow some shit up. Well, I'm glad. I mean, that's why I put my uh, trust in you, Daria. Um, <laughs> but... Dr. Dinkley. That's Dr. Dinkley <laughs> to you. It's, it's, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, sorry, ma'am. Doctor. <laughs> doctor, ma'am. A, um, a lady doctor? Yeah. <laughs> of what? Handbags? <laughs> I... I uh... <laughs> Uh, I'd like to put my hand up against this jelly-like wall. Do I have the same effect on it, or is it just my flex? It is. It's flex uh, for both of us. Hmm. Uh, Maybe we should knock on um, a solid part of the wall, see if anyone answers. You go right on ahead. I will give another shrug. I I will. Uh, My mama told me that it's always polite to knock before you enter. I... On the stone wall. So you go to one of the other facing walls. I'm yeah, I'm looking for something a little more solid. If there is something alive in here, if there's anyone operating a machine in here, I want them to know mm-hmm. that we're here because again, we're not here on an offensive mission. We're here to investigate. And for all we know, this is just some lucky scientist's research laboratory and an experiment got out of control. Sure. When you knock, it sounds hollow. Hmm. I'm going to take, like, a pen out of my pocket and kind of poke it through the gel. Uh, it, you poke it, you start poking it in, and about halfway through, it kind of, like, sucks out of your hand into the gel. Oh, this wall stole my pen. Ah, shit, was that the nice Parker I bought you? You could see, like, a little indentation (laughs) in the wall where your pen disappeared into. I think I can it, get my pen back. It is slowly closing it on itself. Okay. So, hmm. Listen, I got this. Uh, this cu- a cube, not dissimilar to this one. I hold it. Uh, the people back at N O E R call it uh, an artifact. Uh, I, I, you know, you put it up to your mouth, helps you breathe underwater. D- does this look like water to you? If you let me finish, Doctor. (laughs) I'm not saying it looks like water, though I have had a bath bomb from one of those lush stores before. They're really nice, and they can sometimes make your bathtub go a bit icky. Um, If you put this up to your mouth, you can breathe. If you can breathe underwater with it, maybe you could breathe in jello. I don't think that's how the principle of a respirator works, but you can go ahead and try. Doctor, I often feel like you're always keen for me to be the lab rat, and I don't mind. Uh, I, well, I'm not going to do it. We've, we've both got our roles to play. Uh, shall I venture boldly on, I say, thrusting my chest uh, out? Give me one second. Uh, Danielle, can I, can I roll or see if I've seen this kind of substance before or anything like it? Um... Uh, or is it completely new to me? You, it is completely new to you. So it's like a non-Newtonian fluid that sucks things in. Yes. Cool. I guess we're going to walk into the peanut butter here. Um, <laughs> peanut butter is a non-Newtonian fluid. I find that interesting. Yeah, you you can go in, but uh, we should probably anchor you to me. Well, I always keep my lasso at my waist. I was really hoping that you had a lasso. I'm so excited that we're going to do this. I mean, it's a rope belt, so I sometimes get judged for it, but it does the job. So it's like a really short lasso? No, no, I just loop it round repeatedly, so it looks stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather do that in Idaho than actually carry a lasso around. There's more people up here Ooh. with string and rope belts than there are lassos, so, you know. I don't think that's accurate, but okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's 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 tie you to me. Do you? It'll probably resolve in me getting pulled. Through yeah, because I'm, I'm, much I'm not, taller than you. Yeah, I'm not trying to make any assessment of your weight. I say gesturing, but I think yeah, I probably weigh a little more than you. How about you take the artifact? I throw it at you, and I'll um, weigh you down. Uh, 
this, this is this is when you start to realize that Dr. Dan Clee does not like doing things that are risky <laughs> without uh, knowing not- more about them. <laughs> I notice as the artifact just bounces off your chest and falls to the floor. I'll pick <laughs> it up again. All right, then we'll try it your way. <laughs> I mean, could just park the car a little closer, but hell, I'll, I'll loop myself to you. Dig your heels in. Did you see that mo- that TV show? What was it called? Squid Game? Yeah, but if we have a car for real, we should just tie you to the car. Yeah. We drive the car in. Okay. Uh, do you want to drive the car in? Because that's kind of your thing. It's a 20 foot by 20 foot wall. I think that means it's wide enough for my car, even if it is. Oh, so we're going to drive the whole car into the wall. Yeah, all right. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to destroy a polyphemous car. Fantastic. Okay, so we are going to drive the car through the jello with the windows up. And I feel better about this than I did about the respirator idea. Okay. You know, sometimes Noor tells me I overthink these things. And I take that as high praise. To me, this is strategy. Mm-hmm. Strategy. Okay, this is going to require a roll because there will be a consequence if you <laughs> fail this. Excellent. So <laughs> you will have to pay back the company <laughs> to the sum of $50,000. So, how first, how fast are you going to be traveling to get into, to, do this maneuver. Uh, I feel well, like we should go slowly. Yes, yes. I'm not planning on <laughs> going at full speed because I don't know what's on the other side of it. There could be a 10-foot gap and then a solid wall. Um, so This is, this is going to require pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would... I'm going to make you do uh, a dexterity on okay. this. Um. Unless you have a better, essentially, you're trying to navigate a substance you've literally never driven through before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, one thing I just want to check with the uh, tip of my boot before I um, go in: Does this gelatin-like uh, substance reach all the way down to ground level? Yes. Uh, okay, good. So I, we don't need a run-up or anything. Um, all right then. Uh, I'll get behind the wheel. Oh, we should probably test it higher up to make sure we don't can open our the car. Um, so I, I look also... at you quite excitedly at that. Or we don't <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing stories are made of, Doctor. Oh, no, all that we know is that it's like you know chest level to her because of where she put the pen in. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just gonna sit in the back seat. Um, just in case and you do you seatbelt yes I of say. course uh, <laughs> uh, we rodeo clowns know a thing or two about safety <laughs> alright uh, let's put it into drive and uh, slowly splooge through the wall this is okay. extra funny considering that Matthew doesn't actually drive no uh, uh, okay. so yes so- I know less about driving than I do about horses <laughs> So go ahead and give me your pilot plus dexterity roll. Well, uh, you'll be pleased to know, Danielle, it's a pool of seven, and I have already clicked the button to roll. Okay. And I have to say, I have done rather well. Excellent. Uh, in total, uh, I was able to get four eights out of this dice pool of seven. Wow. Uh, everything else isn't worth just talking about. They're all just twos, threes. Um, but it's still four, uh, shall we call them hits for the sake of argument? Uh, (laughs) Yes, we'll tell them hits. (laughs) So I got four hits on this roll. Uh, We're just going to rename successes. All right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That won't, that won't be important later. No. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So, um, you only needed one to successfully navigate this wall. So you have three left over. Mm. Um, are there any, is there anything you would like to do with your ex- additional? I assume that would hits? depend on what we see when we roll through the wall. Yeah, okay. right Right now, there are obviously some very fun stunts <laughs> out there uh, that I could be purchasing. But yeah, let's, let's observe what's on the other side in case I need to steer suddenly, brake suddenly, or, or Also, something. for the sake of things, let's assume that you've put your headlights on. Yeah. Okay. So you 
you start to drive through the wall and you're seeing the front of the car kind of disappear into the wall, then the windshield. And then because you're, uh, because Buck is in the driver's seat and Dana is in the, or Daria is in the back seat. Back, back passenger. Yeah. Back passenger seat. Uh, and NPC Dana Scully is in the back as well. <laughs> Dana's my middle name. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Daria. Uh, so, oh, sorry. So as you're driving forward, uh, Buck notices it first, but this wall is impossibly thin as you're going through it. Oh. Uh, So it feels like you're passing through a jello or gelatin or like a weird, like, you know, those squishy uh, gel, like like the pin, gel pin substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the squishiness side. It's, it's, or like a one of those rubber stress balls or something like that. It feels like passing through that. It is so not it, comfortable. Yeah, mm. but it's more of a flip than a split. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does the does the car protect us at all from the feeling, or do we still have to feel it? No, you feel it. Um, and as you're, you know, going through, Buck, you notice that the front end of the car is... Once you've passed this wall, the front end of the car has been cut in half. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But you're being sucked through. You have no control over this any longer. Great. Mm. Is it like Uh, cut in half down the middle? Like it's going to go right between us? Yes. Cool. So one Uh. half (laughs) is being... It doesn't look like it's cut physically. Mm. One half is going through what is clearly a, like a shimmering portal. Yeah. And the other half is just going into the room. Okay. And can I see into the room? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Anyone in there? Anything going on? Or does it just appear to be a cavernous space? It is, it, it is not a cavernous space. It looks like one of those, what you were describing, like tiny homes. I, I will give a C gesture, <laughs> and, but I will, but I will, <laughs> I will look over my shoulder, making sure Daria is actually on the right side of the car. Being yeah, on, I don't I'm want a, her bisected. Yeah, can I? So the half of the car that he's on is going towards the normal place, right? Yes. And half the car that I'm on is going towards the weird place. Yes, I'm going to scoot over. Okay. Give me a <laughs> athletics. No. no. <laughs> um, can I now? Can I lend any of my additional hits to? Um, you absolutely can. Uh, athletics and what? Uh, at, I'm gonna say Dex? either dexterity or resolve. We're gonna do resolve, and so you're gonna try to help me here. You're gonna like reach a hand back. Uh, yeah, exactly. As I've got these additional hits, I mm-hmm. will... Um, you can if... turn them into enhancement for her that, Yeah, that's what I intend to do, essentially. Uh, knowing, however, that by leaning back across the seat, I am putting myself at risk of being cut in half. Because <laughs> okay. I'm a hero. Well, it's, it's better than us being in different dimensions. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there is a complication on this okay. action. Um, and the complication is that if you if you successfully move across the, you know, you do what you're trying to do. Uh, so complications always come with you do what you're trying to do. Right. Um, you will overbalance the car because it's being split in two. Ah, yes. Uh, and it will tumble away. Like the, the part that y'all are in. It, it, when it just hit the floor? It, it will... Yes, but essentially it will... Yeah, it'll it'll, it, it'll fall on its side. It'll fall on its side, yeah. Uh, okay, I've yeah. got my seatbelt on. I'm fine with that. Unfortunately, Daria's presumably having to take hers off, but, you right. know, yes. sacrifices have to be made. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I got a success on that roll. Okay. Um, but with the with the enhancement, hopefully we can buy off some of that stuff. Yes. Um, that is a, a, a two-point complication. So uh, you you have three extra hits from the enhancement uh yeah let's uh let's let's go ahead and 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 buy that off and just say that like 
you know, Buck Buck knows his way around a a, a, a pilot. <laughs> yeah, around a ge- around a any vehicle. Mold. Yeah, so he he like he like yanks me over, and then he's like he's like you know lean lean right. <laughs> okay, uh, so that I am balancing the car properly. So you're in half a car. The yes. other half has disappeared into whatever this portal is, and and the two of you are just past the portal, and. In a living room. Huh. What's the, the uh, style of the living room? It, it's like postmodern. Postmodern. Interesting. Yeah, it All right. looks like a 70s style like lounging area. Split level kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, done, cool. Cool, cool. So has the car toppled now onto its side? Or, uh, is that, or did that not happen due that to didn't, the... That didn't happen. So when y'all get out, that will happen. All right. I will but unbuckle will and from... gingerly step from the car. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. Well, that's not the first time I've had an interesting encounter with some industrial lubricant. Mm, Polyphemus is not going to be happy about that one. No, well, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't a N-O-E-R car because we have to accept liability for damages. Um, I get, I we hope Polyphemus. Well, I hope Polyphemus are insured. I mean, can you really be insured in our line of work? That's your car. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. Here uh, we are. Uh, this is quite a nice place. This This shimmering thing uh dixie is is absolutely a dimensional portal woohoo is it does it go somewhere that i have been before um i'm gonna say no okay um do we know about how long ago this dimension diverged from our dimension like it's 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 approximate so yeah millions of years Ooh. So this is uh this is gonna go someplace weird, Buck. I can I can tell. Well, that's good, isn't it? I mean, is y- yes. In my line of work, weird tends to be at least what I'm looking for. Uh, but this has this is so far off of our dimension. It could be anything. This mm-hmm. this this could be somewhere where dinosaurs still roam. This this could be all sorts of things. It's millions and millions of years difference. Well, I've never seen a dinosaur before. Oh, they're generally pretty cool. I mean, I've seen gators and crocs. Yeah, but I've the dinosaurs are cooler than those. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they are. Did you did you read recently? They have lips. I uh, yes, I, I I I knew that. We actually discovered that at Polyphemus like five decades ago, but nobody would listen to us. You know, I would like to see that for real—a dinosaur with lips and feathers. I think that it makes should... Steven Spielberg look like a complete tit. <laughs> I feel like you would enjoy riding like a Triceratops. That was always my favorite one as a kid. I mean, I don't know many <laughs> kids whose dinosaur favorite dinosaur wasn't a Triceratops. Stegosaurus, T-Rex obviously come up there, but Triceratops has got it all. Mine was a Brachiosaurus, which I think has a different name now. Uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, Brachiosaurus, was it Brontosaurus something? Yeah, it's a Brontosaurus. Bra- well, you know, one of, one of them boys. doesn't exist. So I don't know. See, I read. So while y'all are standing there <laughs> talking about dinosaurs, the, yes. gate, the gate kind of makes like a weird blurbling noise. Oh, I back away slightly. And part of the car, like a headlight, mm. comes flying out at like speed uh like somebody threw it hmm i don't think they wanted the car in there so it's a good thing i didn't go in there as well uh so how so d when you're doing a dimensional gate like if you just like stick your head through do you see what's going on or like a hand through i I, I feel like i should know this yeah yeah you could you could like put yourself halfway through it's not comfortable Mm. but yeah you can do it Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point Polyphemus should have devices for like you know looking through dimensional gates but for some reason they didn't give me one uh, <laughs> like a dimensional telescope you know I mean you could probably send a drone through I don't have a drone mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, are there anything... Is is there anything in the room that looks useful in this weird 70s living room? Uh, is there I any mean, sign of life even? Like, is there anything going on here? Or is it just a, a random pristine living room? It does look like somebody has been living here. Are there uh, any entrances or exits to the living room? There is a stair, like a set of stairs that leads to an open loft on the second floor. I think we should check this out before we go rummaging through a dimensional portal. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm never one to back away from danger, but uh, let's cover our bases first. Is there anything... I'm going to look at the headlight. Is there anything on the headlight that looks different? Like, is it, you know, covered in goo or anything weird? Has it been crushed? Like, is it wet? No. Okay, just a headlight. All right. Uh, Yeah, let's let's, let's go look around upstairs. We'll go search upstairs. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, <clears throat> so in general for kind of this searching thing that you're going to do, uh-huh. uh, we're going to treat this like an investigation action yeah. and, uh, you, uh, give me, let's see, let me figure out what I think you're going to do some information gathering. Um, so, um, Give me a... I can tell you already that I'm not going to do very well. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you, but you go ahead. This is, this is my job. Uh, give me a science or technology mm-hmm. uh, role using um, whichever skill that you think... Whichever is, attribute? Yeah, whichever attribute you think is best suited for doing kind of some technological... Uh, Presence? No, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, not. I'm going to use my intellect. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, I've got a bunch of dice in my hand because it's a little my better roll. Any complications on this one, Daniel? Uh, no. No. I uh, got. I, I rolled nine got dice and got one solitary success. Fantastic! I love it. <laughs> I got <laughs> zero. I got zero successes. I was okay. so excited. Okay. So a couple of things that you notice when you're kind of scoping out this, this, the interior of this building mm-hmm. is that the wall that you glooped through mm-hmm. uh, had a door on it. Hmm. Uh, on the inside, it has a door. Mm, yeah. like, a, like a regular house door yes. situation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, whatever has happened to this wall was maybe a... Uh, like a weird flux event or some kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you're not sure exactly, but this used to be accessible from the outside by like a normal right. door. Um, the place looks a little bit lived in. There's food in the refrigerator. It's a little small mini fridge. There's some snacks on the counter. Uh, do do these snacks look modern day or do they look 70s? Yes, they look modern. Okay. Uh, and they look fresh. They don't look like okay. they've been left for a while. Okay. Um, Can ups- you pass... Oh, sorry, carry on. Do carry oh, on. no. Go ahead. Ask. I was going to say, um, is the uh, sort of viscous nature of the uh, portal, does it stretch to the upper floor uh, or is it only on the ground floor? Uh, it does stretch to the upper floor. So be careful on that wall. If you lean into it, you may topple out. Uh, yeah, I do practice the Matthew McConaughey oh, no. lean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quite often. Um, but I will lean in to the doctor. Listen, if there's someone on the other side of this thing, and I'm guessing something is to have spat our headlight out, Mm-hmm. We know they're down there. We don't know they're up here. So let's assume it's a house on the other side as well. Okay. If we want to get any kind of drop on these people, I'm not not in an attack, uh, onslaught, offensive kind of way. I mean, just so that we aren't ambushed, because that's mm-hmm. where they're going to expect we're going to be. We should go through up here. That That does make sense. She says reluctantly that he had a really good idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I uh, look pleased as punch. Okay. Uh, in the upstairs area, mm-hmm. you find uh, blueprints, schematics. 
Uh, it looks like they are schematics for some kind of underwater vessel. Ooh. Uh, this, Ooh. this seems like uh, the intersection of both of our fields of expertise here, Buck. Well, I know shit all about technology, I say, <sighs> but I do know how to drive it. <laughs> uh, yeah, does it look... Uh... It's it like, like, like a like a mini submarine situation. It looks like, like something you've never seen before. Ooh, it's I, special. I clap uh, my hands together and <laughs> rub them. Are the notations on it in English or a language I recognize or not? Uh, they there's num like Roman num not Roman numerals. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> gosh, uh, regular like Arabic, Arabic numerals. numbers. Yeah. Um, and and notations that look like. They would be English, but it's a lot of like lettering and numbering, mm-hmm. um, and and also clearly like dimensions, like sizes and stuff like that, and numbers. Um, the around this upstairs area also are bits and pieces of electronics. Somebody was building, or either this is somebody's workshop, or they were building a device here. Um, you know, you see an array of tools, a soldering iron, a, uh, you know, a 3D printer. Um, Do I see anything that I could kind of use as like a drone situation or a camera or anything? Uh, you could maybe build a drone out of these materials, but it would take, it would be a crafting process. Mm-hmm. There is not just a piece of a drone laying around. Are I'm there any... Go- yeah, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to ask, Doc, um, mm-hmm. Polyphemus sent us out here, nor said I had to give you backup. Right. I don't know how your secret society does things, but do they ever put, like, um, branding or symbols or le- or watermarks on their paperwork? Just, just yeah. curious. I mean, yes, everything has to be... Well, first of all, we have to keep it all within the vault. You can't take anything home. Well, that's everything kind within of, the vault has all of that on it, yeah. That's kind of my question. Uh, does any of this stuff here reek of your organization? Someone's uh, <laughs> gone off the base with uh, things they shouldn't have? And... Does it, Danielle? Um, now that he said that, and you're looking at the the blueprints, mm-hmm. you you flip you're like let me check and you flip up the corner and sure enough there's the polyphemus seal oh my god there's pictures of cyclopses everywhere <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of the scientist stood next to a cyclops there's a statue of a cyclops <laughs> the cab oh no that's turning into a they came from revelation moment i was gonna say you do realize that polyphemus is a, a reference to two things not just the cyclops not not me not buck <laughs> but but you are familiar with Polyphemus the Cyclops. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Bucket My uncle is, taught is me all about... Fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, now that we know that, I will start kind of gathering up all the paperwork and putting it into a satchel because okay. I will not let this be out in the open. That's not cool. Um, and also, do, do I recognize like a name on it or an initial or anything? Or is there like a code happening? Because I do have a specialty in cryptology. Uh, you you recognize uh, you recognize the handwriting. <gasps> whose handwriting is it? Uh, as you're analyzing the handwriting and thinking about whose it is, I'll tell you in just a second, but something happens. Cool. Um, the the dimensional gate shimmers and down on the first floor, somebody is stepping through. Ah, you wait up here, doc. Mm. Uh, They might not have good intentions. You recognize this handwriting as belonging to a woman named Sylvia McCabe. What, what department is she from? She is from, uh, the janitorial department. <gasps> oh no, janitorial's gone rogue again. And she, but she has been missing. Oh, okay. For the past two years. Oh my gosh. Maybe she's been kidnapped or she ended up here by accident and she's just living here now. No one comes to Idaho by design. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, looking down, does it look like a 
Like it, like it could be Sylvia stepping through, or does it look like a masculine it, person? Or it does what? look like it could be Sylvia stepping through. Buck is rushing down the stairs, uh, making a clatter. I am going to pull out my uh, flux-infused weapon that I have okay. been assigned, I've, and I am she... going to fulfill an aspiration by setting it to stun. Okay, perfect. Uh, I, f- I feel that um, as a rodeo clown, <laughs> as I'm apparently descending the stairs in a clatter, which I don't object to, Danielle, I don't object to that, I should be going, yee-haw, yippoo, Jingling and jangling as I, I just assume that if you're <laughs> rushing down the stairs, there's no way to do that quietly. No, and I will leap over the banister please, at the bottom. Please say yippee kaye. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, no, well, I don't want her to think I'm about to spout a profanity. Um, and then, landing in front of whoever this is, because you mentioned aspiration, I will put my hand out. Hi, Buck Buckley. <laughs> okay, so a lot of things happen at once. Um... You're jumping over the railing. This woman has got most of her body through. Her head is through. She hears this, you know, clattering of somebody coming down the stairs. She looks around. She notices Buck. She glances up. She sees Daria. Yeah, I'm not hiding. And she locks eyes with you. She with gives me? A little, yes. Okay. With, with Daria. Gives a little gasp. Buck thrusts his hand out. Hi, I'm Buck Buckley. <laughs> nice to meet you. And she, ah! and like falls back through the portal. I'm left to. standing there. <laughs> oh, so she slowly falls back. Well, she through the she falls back through, but yeah. you have a chance to like maybe because your hand is reaching out to her, like to try to grab her or something. If you want to try. Uh, I think my automatic response is going to be, "Oh no, this woman's falling over." I'm right. going to. St- stop her, even though it's apparent to me, the player, that she's trying to escape. Right. Uh, I will, I'll grab her by the hand, hopefully by technicality, fulfilling my short-term aspiration of shake the hand of someone I've never met. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it didn't say they have to shake back. Exactly. As I pull her back, I shake it in slow motion because she's <laughs> in jelly. How do you do? Okay. Uh, and uh, I will so try is- and might and athletics. Uh... Yes, do a might and athletics. There is a complication on this roll that if you succeed to grab her, you will be pulled through the portal. This is a uh, a three dot complication. Oh, okay, right. That sounds major. I think I. Hmm. How much momentum do we have, Danielle? Uh, we we have the number of players, so you have three momentum. Um, do you mind if I use a momentum now, Dixie? I know this is a long campaign and we want to reserve it. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will spend a momentum. I should be fine with this. Oh, no. Well, I, I am, but I don't buy off the complication. Even with the expenditure of momentum, I, I still end up with a moderate two-dot complication left over. Uh, right. I think that's me uh, grabbing her and being dragged through with a yes, yippee <laughs> <laughs> So, so Daria sees she sees Sylvia lock eyes with her. Then, but gra- like she gasps, starts falling through, gra- but grabs her hand and is pulled through the portal behind her. Did she look scared or angry or she looks surprised? Okay, but not like any specific kind of surprise. Just like, yeah. ah, shit. Yeah. Um, all right, so Daria is going to sigh heavily <laughs> and uh, finish putting papers under the satchel and then walk down at a reasonable pace. Grumbling. He wants to shake the hand of every damn cryptid and X-File we come across. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, because my character concept is long-suffering field agent, so I'm yes. just going <sighs> to... Fine. And, uh, you know, she kind of, like, looks around, sees anything useful, doesn't really see anything, and just, you know, takes takes her stuff, secures everything, because that's, that's her job, and uh, walks through the portal. Okay. While Daria is doing that, on the other side of the portal, Buck, mm. you've still got Sylvia's hand. Um, yeah, he's probably got a good, like, two or three minutes before I show up. Yeah, so you've still got Sylvia's hand as you both tumble through the portal uh, and land on 
what is what can only be described as a dry dock inside of like an underwater station you know it's underwater because it's completely glass and you can see like that you are underwater it's pretty dark but you see fish swimming by the glass um and there is water underneath you underneath this grate that you've fallen onto well at the risk of sounding redundant i will say this sure as shit ain't idaho <laughs> and um, so uh, yes i've still got sylvia by the hand i assume I, she, I have the rest of her as well attached <laughs> yes she shrieks let go of me oh uh, i'm sorry i will let go uh so you do in your you know man gentlemanly manner and yeah. she stands up and darts away no wait <laughs> i look back over my shoulder hoping to catch sight of the dock passing through but if i've still got time not seeing her, I'm going to have to go in foot pursuit to try and uh, catch this woman. Okay. Uh, you do not see the doctor coming through yet. And it, and you're, she is running down what is clearly like the dock to a submersible vehicle that looks like what would be created from the blueprints you saw. My heart skips a beat seeing it. Okay. This is <laughs> this could be fun. I, I am going to hesitate because I want her to get in so <laughs> that I can chase her in the other person. <laughs> okay, perfect. Oh, oh, Charlie horse. Ah, cramp, cramp. <laughs> You're waiting for the doctor. Yes, that's what I will say. Um, she hops in the vehicle and it starts to submerge underneath the the platform. Oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> as you're like oh my god this is so great i'm so yeah. excited daria walks through the portal behind at you. which point i will say oh no she escaped and i <laughs> <laughs> look she's going down there we need to get into the other one quick big sigh <laughs> <sighs> i will walk faster okay um you know still still holding my my phaser i'm just gonna call it a phaser i'm sorry that's 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 what it is uh <laughs> and also my my bag of paperwork now that i'm worried about getting wet <laughs> now something i need to tell you doc as i climb into this submarine with you mm -hmm. i'm probably going to be able to figure out how to make it go i'm not so good at the making it stop <laughs> uh, so uh while i definitely know how to steer one of these things put my foot down on the pedal if there is one um when it comes to the more technical things like braking braking is not technical it is when you're a rodeo clown man hundreds of years <laughs> that that sounded more intelligent in my head uh, <laughs> and to be honest if i had come here dressed as a rodeo clown it would be perfect justification for why sylvia ran away <laughs> because i would <laughs> if a rodeo clown turned up in my house you do have a, a, a many looped rope belt on, showing up, wandering around. Trying they to... call me the rodeo clown hangman. There's like, it's a, like she like came through the portal. There's half a car in her living room, and you're like, hey. And she's like, I would also have run. That's terrifying. All um, right. Yeah. All right. So we will get into the submersible. Uh, I, I assume there's a passenger seat of some sort. How yes. how big is this thing? Is it like a little two person doohickey, or is it like a you know ship that could actually have like quarters on it? It is like a little a little submersible. Okay. It's actually a one man submersible, but you can fit in the back where like you would put like cargo and stuff. Oh, lovely! I love being cargo. <laughs> <laughs> Get in this torpedo tube. Oh, please don't fire me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will look at the control panel in front of me. Now, given that I have the skill trick of I can figure it out uh, for okay. piloting, I'm guessing I will be able to figure it out. Yes. Uh, um, you just do. Uh, yeah. I think that one... Oh, man. I, I still have to. Um, I'm still going to have to make a roll. Uh, yes, I to... think I'm. I'm having a moment where I think I have to double check on whether or not that skill check 
costs a momentum. Uh, it does. I need to spend one momentum yeah. to pilot any vehicle for one scene, even if that vehicle normally requires a specialty that I do right. not possess, which in this case would be futuristic submarine technology. Right, yes. All right, I will spend that momentum with your permission, Dixie. Yeah, of course. I mean, no, you can't. We have to save it for the next 15 minutes or so. I come to think of it, we have failed a couple of rolls, so that pool we, should be... Uh, it's a little, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, broom, broom. Brum, That's the brum, noise brum. that it makes? Broom, broom? I don't know. What noise does it make, Danielle? Give me a better noise. It makes like a, <laughs> a futuristic word. It sounds like a Prius. But, it's like... Wait, so, it, so, so, it's, so it's got the pre-programmed sound they have to put in Priuses so they make noise? Yes. <laughs> because my car sounds like that, and it's funny. It makes a farty horn noise. Yes! <laughs> uh, I, I will play the foghorn. And, and away we go. Away we okay. go. Um, so, <laughs> so, we are going to start a chase. Ooh. Um, this is, we're going to use the rules from the player's guide, and we're going to set a pursuit goal. So the uh, Sylvia is trying to get away and you are trying to capture her. So that's clearly the pursuit goal. Unless you have some other goal in mind. No, I'm looking forward to navigating around uh, coral reefs and through shoals of fish and other such maritime obstacles. This is the scenario I've always dreamed of. <laughs> okay. As a player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I am going to be looking at the like control panel and other things in there while the chase is happening to try to see if there's like weapons or like what the thing is for. Oh yeah, I can't do that. I'm yeah. that that's beyond me. Yeah, so that is okay. that is what I'm doing during this chase scene, aside from just sitting in the cargo space grumbling to myself. Yes, okay. It okay. would be ideal if there is some if you can find something that that can disable her submarine so we don't just need to yeah. ram it. Yeah, like an EMP. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, uh, so this is going to require a pursuit goal of three milestones. Okay. And the way this is going to work is the the pursuer and the pursuee, the, the prey, the quarry, uh, are both going to roll against each other. Mm -hmm. And whoever essentially, and there will be some complications that you could maybe use your successes to buy off. Uh, and the quarry gets to choose first if they're going to buy any of these complications off. Right. And then and then after that, you're going to compare your final successes. And whoever wins gets a point towards the pursuit goal. Excellent. Uh, and essentially, so you best... Out of three, <laughs> not not exactly. You need to accrue three pursuit milestones before she does to catch her. Well, ordinarily, I would agree, <laughs> <laughs> but I as as we are in full blown one session play mode. Yes, uh, I am going to use some of my gifts up front, if I may. Yes, absolutely. Uh, two of these, well, one of them's from Adventure and appears in the Player's Guide again. It's all hands on deck. Okay. Uh, so as Daria is assisting me at the control panel, uh, I can use all hands on deck. as when working with a group, as I've only got one um, person in my group, I assume that's, that's a fine. Group, that's a group. Reduce the number of milestones required to complete a project by your intuitive facets to okay. a minimum of one. I only have one in intuitive. So okay. I assume this is, does this count as a project, a chase? It it is effectively the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I will say yes. Okay, excellent. So that's two milestones we need to accomplish to okay. to beat her. The other thing I don't need to use yet, but I've got City Drift, which uh, is which is also in the player's guide, will allow me to reduce the cost of the jockey for position stunt. Uh, by one, I only need to get one success to to purchase it. Um, uh, it's additional uh, to actually uh, rolling a success uh, that will decrease the range band between vehicles. But let's let's roll first of all, and hopefully I'll be able to justify using that gift. Okay. 
what are we looking at? Decks and pilot again, or something else? Yeah, decks and pilot seems the best uh, in this situation. Okay. Uh, I will one day find use for my five dots of presence, but today is not that day. All right, uh, so I have scored a grand total of two successes. Uh, which is less than ideal, but I think uh, that will. So as long as it's only a difficulty one task. Well, uh, it is a it is an imposed task. Ah, that's so, true. That's true. Uh, so. She has also gotten two successes. Ah. So uh, this means that we have a tie. So mm. the number of complications will go, or the number of milestones that you both need to reach will go down by one. Ah. Um, but it is going to intensify the chase. So let me describe how, what's going on. So you hop into the vehicle, you, and it, and you dart off after her and you can see like the bubbles of her vehicle off in the distance. Uh, so you know where to go. And she is heading towards what appears to be a giant underground city or underwater city. <sighs> Ooh. And you zoop after her. Uh, you're both going at full speed, and you hit essentially the edge of the city. And she starts darting through, like darting between buildings. And now you are in a a new chase environment where before you were just kind of in an open expanse. Hmm. Uh, you are now in a, in a back alleys, uh, chase environment. So during all this, have I found anything? Have I just been, give give me a sec. Okay. Uh, so, so that happens. So essentially she starts darting between buildings. You, you, you're essentially in back alleys and it looks very similar to like driving through a city, except for you can kind of control your vertical and your, uh, and your horizontal. similarly, um, Dixie, uh, while you are looking around in the back and, and kind of trying to figure this thing out, you notice that this little tiny little sub is equipped with weapons. Yay. And there is a little control panel that would normally flip around to the pilot, but you are capable of manipulating it um, where you can shoot what are essentially underwater weapons. Okay. I'm looking for like a non-lethal option here. Like a, like I said, like an EMP situation or a net situation or something that'll like disable her vehicle, but not hurt her specifically. So one of the weapons available is a net. Nice. Uh, are we close enough for me to attempt to deploy the net, or do we need to get closer? Uh, the you are not quite close enough. Uh, mm -hmm. You would need to to get a little closer. Uh, Can I make it go faster by being good at technology? Hmm. <laughs> You can try to make it go faster than it would normally go by being good at technology, but that will require a roll. Oh yeah. Oh no, I, I'm aware. <laughs> and and there will be a complication on this roll that is if you if you do essentially jailbreak this thing, mm -hmm. um, it will cause Buck to have some difficulty in piloting it. It's worth the risk. Yeah, I think it's worth it. <laughs> okay. And that will be a two point complication. Okay. So technology and manipulation, intellect. What are we doing? Um, cunning or intellect. Okay, perfect. Do, 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 do. I like rolling real dice. I finally got more than one success. Yay. Uh, how many points of complication was it? Two. I can buy that off. I got three successes. Excellent. So I am overclocking this thing. Okay. I'm just back uh, in the back, like, pulling wires. It's a very, like, Star Wars moment. You know, I'm just... <laughs> so this is going to give Buck a plus one enhancement to your next chase roll. Which we're going to go ahead and do now. I love being helpful. Get him, Buck. Yeehaw. Uh, okay, so can I go for a pilot and cunning? I'm, actually, I've got the you same dice pool anyway, but let's mix it up. Yeah, sure, you can do that. 
All right, because now we're maneuvering around places. It's less about reaction speed somehow and more about knowing which buildings to corner and which ones to charge straight through. Yeah. And <laughs> that window looks wide enough. Smash. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, oh, that's better. That is better. Uh, three successes this time uh, okay. to hopefully outmatch hers, but let's see. All right. Um so she only has one success. Excellent. May I use jockey for position with one of my additional hits and the and I've obviously got this enhancement that Dixie earned us. Yes. yes. Uh, so jockey for position I can reduce the range band between vehicles. Yes. Uh, in fact I may purchase it multiple times. Uh, so as we've got three additional uh, and I only needed to hit one more milestone because of my all hands on deck. Can I basically get beside her and do the loud hailer? Pull over, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Polyphemus and Nor. <laughs> this yeah. is the Polyphemus. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, yes, absolutely. So you pull up beside her. You overtake her. You pull up beside her. Uh, Dixie, do you want to like... Net, net her net 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 net, net. okay you do <laughs> um you you just you press the little net button it shoots out um it it essentially as buck is pulling up you shoot the net button uh it shoots out it en- envelops the other little submersible and then uh so now we're at least like locked together you're locked together and i assume buck kind of slows the slows the things down and is saying like we need to talk to you we're polyphemus and knower <laughs> um where are you taking her you have her vehicle you have her entrapped but you are both underwater and also we're in a city of some sort like are there yes. people in the city are they uh, looking yeah. at us? <laughs> yeah, there's some weird looking fish people in this city. Ooh, and fish they people are looking at you really confused. Okay. Hmm. I have a thing for this. Hang on a second. Okay. I'm very silly in that I closed my uh, stuff here without looking at all the edges as well. Oh, I was like, I don't good. need edges. Who needs those? <laughs> Not me. Uh, here we go okay no that that will not apply here so we're just gonna keep going yeah i am going to direct buck to um essentially pull over okay um we are running low on time uh so i will uh go ahead and just kind of narrate the the ending so that we can yeah, I mean, my my goal here, and I think probably Buck's goal as well, is this more of a my organization situation, because it is somebody from my organization. I think that we're trying to essentially figure out why Sylvia's here, what's going on, see if we can get her back home, you know, like a, like sure. a, like a quantum leap situation. <laughs> sure. Um, you find out that Sylvia discovered this portal, fell in love with a fish man. Aww! It turned into a romance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, and ran away with schematics for a submersible so that she could live uh, underwater with him. Wait, did you just shape of water us? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I was like, we- wait, a janitor fell in love with a fish man? I've seen that movie. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, also, Matthew has gone yellow on us, which means that he is he, he's sadly no longer speaking with us. Um, and I will uh, my my character will take Sylvia's report essentially and bring it back to Blythmus. Okay, uh, because uh, I'm not going to stand in the way of true love. Okay, um, y- you you choose to do that. You get a little scolding. Um, well, maybe we can always go back. back there. Yeah, you did, you get a little scolding that you didn't bring her back. I'm but not some a of your some of your more sympathetic uh, uppers are like, oh yeah, we you know who are you to stand in the way of true love? Yeah. Um, Buck passed out in the back of uh, the thing, and you had to drag him back to Newer. 
fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had to get out and call Polyphemus too because our car got cut in half and we're yes. in the middle of Idaho. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the very abrupt ending. Hey, it happens. It's a podcast. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah. yeah. Usually we do a little bit of of, of unpacking, but as as Danielle said. Uh, Matthew's Wi-Fi failed at the very last second there. And rather than lose this entire episode, uh, we're just going to write him off as if it were a They Came From game. And uh, we just needed to get get rid of him. (laughs) Uh, But I'm sure if you want to talk to him about Hal Buck Buckley or Halberd Jefferson Houston Buck Buckley, whatever his name ends up being, (laughs) uh, you can do so in the Onyx Path Discord. Yes. Uh, And we are always happy to revisit characters. So for all we know, this might come back at a a later date on on Twitch or something. Who knows? Uh, We have done so many of these short games over the course of the podcast that we are always happy to extend them in the future if people want that to uh, happen. Yeah. And uh, Dixie, if people want to talk to you about Dr. Daria Dana Buck Dinkley... (laughs) Well, first of all, she would say it's Daria, not Dang- not Daria. Gosh. Daria, it's no. Daria. It's Daria. Just like the cartoon character. Uh, but no, uh, they could find her, uh, or me, uh, as as her. I'm going to assume her persona, I think, for uh, forever. Um, you can find me on the Onyx Path Discord, obviously. You can find me on various social media sites as Dixie Cyanide. Social media is on an upheaval right now, so who knows what sites those will be in the future. But I tend to snap up that handle. So, you know, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find me on the Onyx Path Discord or at daniellelozon.com. And uh, I will go ahead and sign us out. As always, uh, many worlds, one path cast. <laughs>